someone after you've gone. A streetcar, a sweetheart, don't worry me. There'll soon be another one along. You needn't stay, go any day. I've got a swinging door right in my heart, and it swings either way. I had someone else before I had you, and I'll have someone after you've gone. Welcome to At The Crossroads with myself, Paddy Cummins. Now, apologies for the long, long delay in getting a new episode out to you all. I had been away for a few weeks back in the summer and then I dealt with some fairly challenging personal circumstances. So finding the opportunity to make an episode has proven difficult. I'm not going to lie, but the wings are leveling out now and over the course of the last few weeks. Uh, I've been getting myself back in the stride and I'm looking forward to being able to get back into the swing of things. And indeed, this week we'll be swinging into things quite literally as this show is going to be all about a style of music called Western Swing. And where's Western Swing from? Well, it's from Texas and sometimes it's called Texas Swing. Now, to the untrained ear, you could be forgiven for labelling Western Swing as cowboy music or old time or country hillbilly music or even simply swing music. But there is a very distinct difference that this particular genre encompasses. Now, it's quite clear that the influence of Irish Scots fiddle music has seeped in and there's plenty of standards in the repertoire that are shared with the tunes in bluegrass and old time, like You'll find Sally Gooden and Ragtime Annie and and there's even Irish Scots tunes that are staples of Western Swing specifically that aren't heard in the other genres. You wouldn't hear them as much as, say, in Bluegrass or whatever. They, for example, the Bonaparte's Retreat being a classic example of that. And, uh, well, aside from that obvious influence, there's a distinct flavour of swing to be found when you really analyse the, the the styles of fiddle playing, the, the style of guitar backup, the rhythm, the improvisation and, and, and other sections of the repertoire as well. Uh, in fact, such is the influence of swing itself that early swing standards such as All of Me and Lady Be Good and Chattanooga Choo Choo, that's a Glenn Miller uh, number, uh, they were even recorded by Western swing uh, bands uh, in several different versions over the years. So where did it begin? Well, I mentioned it was uh, formed in Texas and the, the band we kicked off the show with today was the Light Crust Doughboys and they were uh, Cecil Bauer and Kenneth Pitts on Twin Fiddles. That's another staple of the style, by the way. In fact, Trio Fiddles isn't unheard of either. 
Zeke Campbell was on the electric guitar there, one of the heroes on, on, on the electric guitar in early Western swing music. Nucky Parker played piano. Smokey Montgomery on tenor banjo, who was very, very um, prolific with the Lycra Stowboys throughout their long career. And uh, Jim Boyd was the vocalist there at the helm with the song, I Had Someone Else Before I Had You. And that was recorded in 1938. But the Lycra Stowboys were actually formed at the beginning of 1931 as a radio band to promote the Burris Mills Bread Company, which was run by a fellow called Papio Daniel. And uh, in their earliest lineup, they featured, amongst other musicians, Bob Wills and Milton Brown, who, if you're not familiar with them, they'd go on to form their own Western swing bands very soon after and uh, would become sensations throughout the 1930s. And in Will's case, throughout the 1940s as well. Milton Brown was a big name in the 1930s, but he was killed in an untimely uh, motor accident in 1936, which unfortunately ended his, uh, not just career, but his life. Uh, Anyway, I'd like to make a brief nod to two other acts that were also recording at this time, and perhaps who who weren't always considered under the banner of Western Swing, but certainly shared much of the style. A lot of the things that they did were certainly under the same banner. And the first up is a group called the Shelton Brothers, who first recorded in 1933. And from also 1938, here is one of their hits, The Knot Hole Blues. Oh, Everybody calls me Peepin' Tom Cause I peep through knot holes all day long Oh, knot hole blues, you've got me down I'm gonna peep through every knot hole in this town I peeped through a knot hole, I thought I'd die Saw my mama leaving with another guy Oh, knot hole blues, you've got me down I'm gonna peep through every knot hole in this town me down I'm gonna peep through every knot hole in this town peep through a knot hole in the room saw my gal and a fella playing bride and groom oh knot hole blues you've got me down I'm gonna peep through every knot hole in this town oh let me hear that fiddle Started in pecking on me, oh, not whole blues, you've got me down. I'm gonna peep through every knot hole in this town. 
heap through a knot hole in the shed. It didn't peep long till my face got red. Oh, knot hole blues, you've got me down. I'm gonna peep through every knot hole in this town. Super stuff there from the Shelton Brothers and if you were taking notes you can really hear that unmistakable swing fiddle style there with a typical swung rhythm in the backup. The other act I wanted to mention before we take a direct route into the big western swing bands of the 1930s is the Cowboys sweetheart herself Patsy Montana. Patsy started recording in 1933 as well and is generally squared into the bracket of country and western which uh, in fairness now it isn't totally wrong but plenty of western swing elements can be heard amongst her releases and in this next one Poncho Pony from 1939 we'll hear some fantastic piano accordion playing from one Audie Klein an instrument that is well associated with the genre. Rhythm of the hoofs on the ground For the rhythm so strange is the rhythm of the range Music to me is when I hit all round Get along, poncho, pony, pal We're heading for the old rail Riding rock and rope and roll a pony Patsy Montana and the Prairie Ramblers. And so to the real movers and shakers in Western Swing. 
Now I mentioned Milton Brown earlier who was one of the early lead vocalists with the Lycrust Doughboys and he went on to form his own band Milton Brown and his musical Brownies in 1932 after an argument with Papio Daniel over wages and conditions. He established the group firstly with Jesse Ashlock as fiddler but soon recruited the masterful Cecil Brower to make a twin fiddle pairing which was the first to really set that trend in the genre. Coincidentally after Brown's death Brower would make his way into the Lycrust Boys, and indeed, if you remember, he played on the opening track on today's show. One of my favourite features of the musical Brownies was Oki Stockard's tenor banjo playing. He was often given space to throw down a full banjo solo, and wasn't simply reserved for rhythmic accompaniment, which may have been the norm. Now, I'm not being biased, I swear. <laughs> Later on, Brown would actually hire one of the stalwarts of electric steel guitar, a man who many considered to be its genesis even, a fellow called Bob Dunn. Now, if it wasn't for Milton Brown's tragic death at just the age of 32, I'm convinced he would have outpaced Bob Wills for the title as the real father of Western Swing. His lineup of musicians was incredible, and most of them were the first of their kind in the genre. Not to mention the fact that he didn't do that frustrating whooping that consistently ruined Will's recordings, in my very humble opinion. And at the time of his death in 1936, he actually was more popular than Will's, commercially speaking. Check him out anyway, here's Easy Riding Papa. Listen everybody from near and far, if you want to know who we are, Easy Riding Papa from Tennessee. If you like the way we play, listen while we try to say, Easy Riding Papa from Tennessee. And all night long, yeah. gonna sing this song. If you get this song, you can't go wrong. And how we'll make you loose, make you tight, make you shake till broad daylight. Easy Riding Papa from Tennessee. Sing our songs from coast to coast. Easy Riding Papa from Tennessee. If you like our song, think it's fine. Sit right down and drop a line. Easy Riding Papa from Tennessee. And I'll declare, you're gonna get it there. And if we have some time to spare, somewhere, sometime we're down your way, we'll drop in and spend the day. Easy Riding Papa from Tennessee. Just what we got. We got good hokum and serve it hot. Easy riding Papa from Tennessee. Now we're not good looking, don't dress fine. The way we whip it is a hanging crime. Easy riding Papa from Tennessee. If see me stealing, don't tell on me. Just stealing back to my used to be. Yeah, never.
never have one gal at a time. Always have seven, eight, or nine. Each riding papa from Tennessee. Two there from Milton Brown and his musical Brownies. Easy riding, Papa. And then after that, we had another which features a classic chord progression found in many Western swing songs. Go slow and easy. The 6-2-5-1, the 4-4 minor, whatever, yada, yada, yada. You probably recognise it. So, to Bob Wills then. After Brown's death, Wills took over the mantle as the main swinger on the scene and had a very fruitful career from the mid-1930s into the 1940s. 
And that was a high point for the popularity of Western swing music. In fact, it had become so popular through the 1940s that early recordings of Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys, circa 44-45, featured briefly a guitarist, Tex Willis, who played in the Western swing style, and an accordionist, Sally Ann Forrester. If you check out the tracks Rocky Road Blues and Bluegrass Special, it's interesting to hear how Monroe even experimented with elements of Western swing before he carved out his own genre a few months later. I did mention this in the previous episode from back in the summer with regards to the introduction to bluegrass. So uh, go back and have a listen to that if you want to delve a little bit more into that side of things. Bob Wills formed his band, the Texas Playboys, after finishing up with the Light Crust Doughboys a little while after Milton Brown left the band. They were popular from the outset and while Brown added instruments to his band like tenor banjo, steel guitar and twin fiddles, Wills was innovative in his own right. He employed the use of horns, drums and some world-class musicians such as fellow ex-Doughboy Tommy Duncan on piano and Leon McAuliffe, the incredibly talented steel guitar player. Although his radio appearances and live concerts were numerous, he didn't record first sides until 1935, which was a couple of years after he formed the band. He'd many hits over the next few years, and perhaps his best known was the new San Antonio Rose, recorded in 1940. Thank you. 
Another big name in Western Swing featured an instrument that you've heard already, the piano accordion. Pee Wee King was an accordion player who led the band the Golden West Cowboys and he was born in Wisconsin, learned the accordion from his father, a Polish immigrant who played polka style from the home country. And you can hear this influence in certain songs and instrumental selections that he recorded. In the early days of the Golden West Cowboys, prolific singers and songwriters would cut their teeth, namely Red Stewart and Eddie Arnold. And in the former's case, it was him and King who, in 1946, composed the country hit The Tennessee Waltz, which would go on to be recorded by innumerable country stars over the following decades. Walls from Pee Wee King and his Golden West Cowboys sung there by Red Stewart. Cliff Brunner was a fiddle player who was hired by Milton Brown in 1935 and then went on to form his own band the following year, Cliff Brunner and his Texas Wanderers. 
and what a band they were featuring the rock and roll influencer Moon Mulligan on vocals and piano and the aforementioned Bob Dunn on steel guitar. Here they play a standard of Western swing called That's What I Like About the South from what appears to be a 1944 session that, uh, in fact, rather than featuring Dunn on steel, featured a Harris Dodd, plus many, many others. Dear old mammy, fried eggs and cooking ham, and that's what I like about South. She's got baked ribs and candy gum, sugar-cured Virginia ham, cellar full of those berry jams, and that's what I like about South. Western swing was very popular and enjoyed a strong following in dance halls and even on the television. Spade Cooley, a fiddle player from Oklahoma, led a big Western swing band and utilised the baritone lead vocalist Tex Williams, who, like Tommy Duncan of the Texas Playboys, created a notable stylistic element for the genre. This baritone vocal style would be emulated through the years, perhaps most notably by Ray Benson from the band Asleep at the Wheel. 
Spade had his own TV show and was a popular personality, though his own career became mired in controversy after he was convicted for murdering his wife. The Cocaine and Rhinestones podcast did an episode on that specific story, which is well worth checking out. In fact, the whole podcast is worth checking out. And there's also a SoundCloud page, which has the whole interrogation during his trial. Very interesting stuff. And feel free to get in touch with me if you can't find the links on Google. Like Wills and Brown before him, Cooley also has been referred to as the king of Western Swing, but at least chronologically speaking, this title would not be wholly deserved. However, according to Guy Lodgson's essay, The Cowboy and Body Music, the first documented use of the term Western Swing was by Cooley's promoter, Foreman Phillips, in 1942. Anyway, not to do his musical reputation any harm at this point, here's one of Spade Cooley's hits featuring Tex Williams' Miss Molly. Spade Cooley, King of Western Swing. Oh, have you seen Miss Molly? Her cheeks are rosy red. Her lips are soft as satin and they taste like gingerbread. Oh, 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 me, oh, my Miss Molly, I'm in love with you. Oh, me, oh, my Miss Molly, won't you say you love me too? I'll sell my horse's saddle, but driving I'll resign. If only Miss Molly would say that she'll be mine. Oh, 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 me, oh, my Miss Molly, I'm in love with you. Oh, me, oh, my Miss Molly, won't you say you love me too? Got a spud? No, fool, but I got a cool. Now, I'm a feller with a heart of gold with the ways of a gentleman, I've been told. The kind of a feller that wouldn't even harm a flea. But if me and a certain character met, the guy that invented the cigarette, I'd murder that son of a gun in the first degree. Now, it ain't cause that I don't smoke myself, and I don't reckon they hinder your health. I've smoked them all my life, and I ain't dead yet. Nicotine slaves are all the same at a petting party or a poker game. Everything's got to stop while they have that cigarette. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Puff, 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 and if you smoke yourself to death. 
Tell St. Peter at the Golden Gate that you hates to make him wait, but you just gotta have another cigarette. Now, in a game of chance the other night, old Dame Fortune was doing me right. The kings and the queens, they just kept on coming around. Then I got a full and I bet it high, but my bluff didn't work on a certain guy. He just kept on a-raising and a-laying the money down. Now, he'd raise me and I'd raise him. I sweated blood, I got a sink or swim. He finally called and then didn't raise the bet. I said, ace is full, pal, how about you? And he said, well, I'll tell you in just a minute or two, but right now I just gotta have a cigarette. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette Puff, 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 and if you smoke yourself to death Tell St. Peter at the Golden Gate That you hate to make him wait But you just gotta have another cigarette The other night I had a date with the cutest little girl in the 48 states, a hybrid uptown fancy little date. Now she said she loved me and it seemed to me that things were just about like they ought to be, so hand in hand we strolled down lover's lane. She was oh so far from a chunk of ice and our smooching party was going real nice, so help me Hannah, I think I'd have been there yet. But I give her a kiss and a little squeeze and she said, Tex, excuse me please, but I just gotta have another cigarette. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette Puff, 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 and if you smoke yourself to death Tell St. Peter at the Golden Gate That you hates to make him wait But you just gotta have another cigarette Tex Williams there with his 1947 hit Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette And before that, Tex was leading the Spade Cooley Band with Miss Molly as you might realise by this stage, a lot of the songs in Western Swing, they have a humorous slant, uh, referred to by some as Hillbilly Hokum, and one of the joints in that comedic songline was Hank Penny. Hank had a wonderful array of musicians in his band, including the virtuoso guitarists such as Hank Garland and Merrill Travis, and some insanely good steel players like Noel Boggs, Joe Quinn Murphy and Speedy West. All of these musicians were well established through work with Spade Cooley or Bob Wills in the past and their improvisation ideas were absolutely mind-blown. They operated outside the box of typical country-based improv styles, incorporating many jazz elements. And as an example, here's one of his songs, Big Footed Sam from Birmingham. I'm not entirely sure which steel player now is, is featured on this one, but it's an impressive piece of souling. Down south in Birmingham, there's an old boy there and his name is Sam. He's got the biggest feet you've ever seen. I think he wears about a size 14. Big-footed Sam from Birmingham. Sam, Sam, Sam from Birmingham, boy. Big-footed Sam from Birmingham Well, he works all day like a great big mule 
He dances all night like a great big fool. He loves the boogie woogie and he yells for more. His size 14s really rock the floor. Big footed Sam from Birmingham. Sam, Sam, Sam from Birmingham. Everybody loves him for his happiest style. Big footed Sam from Birmingham. Sam, Sam, Sam from Birmingham. Boy! Sam, Sam, Sam from Birmingham. Boy! Big footed Sam from Birmingham. Hey, had a big footed Sam from Birmingham from Hank Penny. What a st- track that is and just the solo work i mean on that pedal steel it's just uh, it's incredible um so i want to talk a little bit about fiddle players in the genre so bob wills and spade cooley were fiddle players themselves so they were obviously big names in western swing music in general and they didn't really do lead vocalists they hired vocalists to do that work the likes of tommy duncan in bob wills case and Tex Williams then in the case of uh, Spade Cooley. But what about fiddle players that were actually hired as fiddle players themselves, not necessarily the band leaders? You had Cliff Brunner and Jesse Ashlock and Cecil Brower, who I mentioned earlier on. They obviously would have, uh, I suppose, mapped the tracks for the style uh, in the early days in the 1930s. And the first one to really come along after that to sort of go on to develop Texas style or Western swing style fiddling in the next generation was undoubtedly Johnny Gimble. And Johnny actually played with Bob Wills' band in the late 1940s. The unfortunate thing was that just as he was starting to kind of cut his teeth in the genre and make his stamp on the on the music and, and, and bring it along to a, to a younger generation, the popularity of Western swing was actually declining. So through the 1950s, a lot of that sort of music would have would have suffered bluegrass the same due to the rise in popularity in the early to mid fifties of um of well honky tonk country music and, and and country pop music and then rock and roll, um but nonetheless he kept himself uh, I suppose uh, uh, occupied he he had a fruitful musical career because he 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 was involved with TV and radio shows and had plenty of session work he even ended up moving to Nashville in the end and worked with the likes of Marty Robbins and Willie Nelson and many uh, well-known uh, country artists. Uh, and he, he lived right up until 2015 and, and was, was very active right up to the end. Now, to get a favour of his playing, I'm going to share a tune which you called Fiddling Around, which he plays in tandem with Chet Atkins, the 
of course, well-revered guitar player. Um, and now, although Chet himself wasn't strictly a Western swing musician, he was very influenced by much of the style. I enjoy this one. It also has a bit of humour in it as well. And he's recorded this many times with different uh, different musicians over the years. But this is, uh, this is a great version of it right here. Fiddling around. Where have you been, Johnny? Oh, I've been to town. Now, what you been doing? Oh, just fiddling around. I bought me a house for nothing down. Yeah, your wife makes the payments while you just fiddle around. Until my folks are sick of it. Well, it won't never get well as long as you're picking it. You know, I played this old harp till my mouth looks funny. It ain't no fiddle, but it sure makes more money. Johnny Gimbal there and fiddling around with uh, Chet Atkins for company. Now, as well as the fiddle, the electric guitar, the uh, upright bass, the steel guitar and the piano accordion, which I suppose would feature quite regularly in Western swing bands, the mandolin is 
somewhat uh, represented, not very heavily, but it is somewhat represented over the years by a variety of different musicians with different approaches and different uh, levels of commitment to the instrument, I suppose. Uh, you've got the likes of Leo Rayleigh, who would have been one of the early Western swing mandolinists. He was the guy who played with Clef Brunner's band. That was back in the 1930s. And then Jethro Burns of Homer and Jethro fame. Although he was mostly really associated with jazz mandolin, he did draw on a very heavy Western swing repertoire and used a lot of those kind of rudiments in his playing, uh, as did his uh, sparring partner Homer. Uh, And Johnny Gimble himself, who you just heard there play fiddle, he played a reasonable amount of mandolin in his career too. But to me, the, the... Western swing mandolin man has to be Tiny Moore, who also played with Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys in the late 1940s, starting in 1946. And from 1946, we'll take a track which uh, features him on electric mandolin, but also features on electric guitar Eldon Shamblin, who's a very prolific uh, guitar player of early Western swing and uh, one of the, the, the finest steel guitar players of the time, uh, Herbie Remington. And the tune that they're going to play is one called A Smooth One, which uh, is actually a tune that was composed or at least uh, played by Benny Goodman's orchestra. It's associated with the, uh, the Benny Goodman guitar player, Charlie Christian, of course, one of the the finest uh, electric guitar players at the time, one of the first electric guitar players to, to, to play electric guitar in, in, in the jazz style. And uh, <laughs> characteristically enough, you'll hear Bob Wills calling and whooping all over these incredibly uh, in, incredible solos, which which bugs me to no end, to be quite honest with you, but I'm gradually, gradually learning to live with it. And uh, maybe you'll uh, put up with it a lot easier than I tend to. <laughs> Here we go. Sudden. 
a smooth one there by Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys featuring Tiny Moore at the end there on electric mandolin. Uh, he would have been playing a Gibson electric mandolin at that point, but he became known in the 1950s for commissioning a five-string mandolin to be made, and uh, which gave him a low C note, a much, uh, much higher range, and, and those electric mandolins had just single courses of strings as opposed to the the usual double strings that you'd find on an acoustic mandolin. Quite an interesting instrument, and uh, you'll also see a different type of mandolin around called a mando caster, another make, and uh, it's basically, it looks like a telecaster, but it's a mandolin. It's cool. I've seen one and played one before, and they're uh, they're, they're, they're cool instruments, I have to say. Anyway, that's Tony Moore, the king of the electric mandolin, the king of Western swing mandolin, no doubt. And... uh, that was, as I said, that was the 1940s. Into the 1950s, things started to kind of decline in terms of popularity for the Western swing genre. And although individual musicians kept busy by spreading their wings into other other genres and sometimes other careers, a number of bands revived the style from the 1970s onwards, starting with the most prolific of them all, I suppose, uh, Asleep at the Wheel. They were formed in 1970 by Ray Benson, who was a vocalist and lead guitar player and sung in that quintessential baritone of western swing and then uh, pedal steel player Lucky Oceans was the uh, other founding member of the band and they released so many albums over the years so many of them Um, western swing standards uh, boogie hits even hits from from the big band there from the likes of Glenn Miller and and people like that and Tommy Dorsey I, I would assume they probably have some of his songs as well but certainly Glenn Miller and uh, and Benson is still playing with them today. They're still going strong, and and they're they're really kind of an icon of of what you would call, I suppose, second generation Western swing. Uh, and we're going to have a song from them now. It's a Western swing standard called "Miles and Miles of Texas." Oh, miles and miles of Texas. Yeah. I was born in Louisiana, down on the old bio, raised on shrimp and catfish and mammy's good gumbo. I got that rambling fever, said goodbye to Ma and Pa, crossed that old Red River, and this is what I saw. I saw miles and miles of Texas, all the stars up in the skies. I saw miles and miles of Texas Gonna live there till I die Oh, Danny and Bill I rode up in the cow town Cradle of the West Just ask any cowboy He'll tell you it's the best I met a Texas beauty Got friendly with her paw I looked into her big blue eyes And this is what I saw I saw miles and miles of Texas All the stars up in the sky I saw miles and miles of Texas Gonna live there till I die I 
lucky now. I started taming Broncos, made every rodeo, until I met a rough one, his name was Devil Joe. I grabbed hold of his bridle to ride this old outlaw. He threw me from the saddle, and this is what I saw. I saw miles and miles of Texas, all the stars up in the sky. I saw miles and miles of Texas Gonna live there till I die Oh, fiddles now Throw it in the corner, don't see why. 
stay all night there from uh, the Hot Club of Cowtown, another more modern band to uh, feature Western swing as a grand portion of their genre, if not entirely. Uh, they're also dubbed as hot jazz as well as Western swing and do feature uh, some swing standards and, and, and old jazz favourites as well. But a lot of their stuff, dare I say, most of their stuff that has been put down on record uh, is indeed Western Swing, both originals and many, many classics. That one there, uh, uh, a Western Swing standard, Stay All Night. Uh, who are they? They're Whit Smith and Alana James on guitar and fiddle respectively and uh, Jake Irvin on bass. And they formed back in 1997 and uh, a few breakups along the way, but uh, they've been kind of on and off uh, from, say, 2005 onwards. But but they're, they're, they're still going at the moment, I believe. In fact, they played in Ireland in relatively recent times, sometime in the last number of years, they may have even played here twice. And unfortunately, I didn't even know what Western Swing was at the time, let alone who they were. So uh, I didn't catch them, but I'll be sure to catch them if they ever come over this way again. And uh, it's great. It's a trio, um, but it has a very big sound. Um, both uh, with Smith and Alana James, they both share lead vocals depending on the song. And uh, they, they, they have this this big sound on on the jazz they can pull off the big band numbers with as much energy uh, and yet they have the more primitive stuff that harks back to kind of more old-timey western swing you know so uh, it's, it's it's a great band really uh, fantastic musicians uh, in their own right and, and and as a trio and that brings us to the end of today's show so i hope you enjoyed it it's really great to have Make another made another episode again. It's been a while, and uh, and I I have to say I did I did miss it myself. So if you've enjoyed it, uh, spread the word. Let people know that you can find me on Spotify, on Acast, and uh, on Google Podcasts, and I'd say pretty much most of the podcast platforms. If not now, then certainly very soon because uh, I'll be I'll be pushing it back out there again. Um, yeah, I'd appreciate you if you if you could spread the word along because, uh, as I say, I still haven't decided to restart any social media accounts, and uh, that's the way it is for now. <laughs> so, uh, from myself, Paddy Cummins, until the next time, uh, have a good one, stay safe, and see you. Son, but I can beat the preacher till the preacher comes. I can't tame wild women, but I can make tame women wild. They love Oh,
Well, the baker's darling left me feeling low. I had enough crust, but not the dough. We can't tame wine. 